Hey, sweet sisters, super excited to be back with you here again today. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you that we have an awesome community of fellow sisters who are free and favored. That is the name of our online community of sisters uniting around faith, fitness, and fun. So if you are interested in joining this private Facebook group, and that means no guys, and it's just not out in the public. So if we happen to be doing a workout and you got a little boob sweat going on in that sports bra of yours, no one else will be seeing it. But I would love to invite you to come on over and to join that group. So just go ahead and search free and favored in on Facebook, and I will gladly add you into that group. So excited. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sisters, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am so glad that you are here because today's message is something that we need to hear frequently. And my highest hope and prayer is that perhaps It gives you an opportunity to look or at least listen to the things that you're saying with a little bit more discernment because I don't know about you, but I say things oftentimes, believe me, I am like foot in mouth syndrome. Like I am queen of that, (laughs) literally like I wear a crown over that and I have gotten much better because I'm much more aware of what I say and I'm much more mindful now. But before I used to just say it, if I thought it, there was no filter. It was like one random stream of consciousness. It came to my head and it came right out of my mouth. There was no filter. But I've really learned how to kind of bridle, right? Put that bit in my tongue and zip that, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it. But there are some things that, and I'm sure you can relate, there are some things that some people say that are kind of like their signature saying. Like they say it all the time. Maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a family member or, you know, somebody who you're close friends with. And they say this thing. Now I have like little cute, funny ones. Well, at least I think they're funny. Okay. Um, but I have like little cute, funny phrases and things that I say to people. But one phrase that my mom says drives me absolutely mad. Like nails on a chalkboard. Like I want to pull my hair out like with tweezers. It drives me crazy. And I love my mama. She's this little Italian immigrant. Love her, love her, love her. She's just learning how to text, so I know she won't be listening to this message because trying to find the podcast icon, I don't even think she, she, we can't even go there. But she says this phrase so often that even her friends got her this as a gift one year, like on a plaque. And that, that bothers me because it just reinforces what she's saying. And so she says all the time, well, it is what it is. And I'm like, girl, it is not what it is, what it is. And she gets mad at me just the same because I'll say my retort to her is always, but it becomes what you make it. So she'll say, well, Fran, it is what it is. And I'll say, but it becomes what you make it, mama. And then that drives her bonkers as well. So the reason why that phrase bothers me so much is because it completely gives power to the circumstance. 
it is literally like just taking a sucker punch and like just dealing with it. Like not even walking it off. You're just like, oh, like you fall to your knees. Because what you're saying is like, this is just the card that I've been dealt. This is just what is happening in my life. This is just my lot in life, like kind of thing. Not saying, but my God is bigger, but I have, you know, plans. He has plans for me. And I know that my God will get me through this. I know that if he brought me to it, he will bring me through it. Like there's no type of faith. There's no type of expectation. There's no type of hope. It's literally just allowing the circumstances to control you. And that drives me crazy because y'all, we have power. The Holy Spirit, it tells us in John, like when Jesus leaves, he says to them, like, I have to go to be with my father, but guess what? Like I'm leaving a friend for you. I'm leaving you a counselor. Which just means, guys, if he's giving you a counselor, guess what? We're going to have problems. Like, we need someone to go to. And he says, I'm going to leave you someone, and you're going to do greater things. Like, if you believe in me, like, you're going to do even greater things. And anything that's asked for in my name, it's going to happen. And he tells us that in Scripture. Like, this is coming from Jesus. So, no, we just don't take things like laying down when we hear things like that or when people experience adversity. And we know that adversity happens. Like Jesus said, in this life, you will have troubles, right? There will be trials and tribulations, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So we need to still have that hope, that anticipation, that zeal, that fervor, that excitement that, you know what, this is happening, but I know that God is going to use this as an opportunity for his glory, for his, you know, power, for redemption. We have to believe that. We can't stop hoping, guys. Like when you think about um, in Hebrews, I think it's 6.10. Do not quote me on that, but you know, hope is the anchor for the soul. Like that is going to be what is going to keep us moving forward. And so when my mom says it is what it is and I say, you know, but it becomes what you make it. I really am trying to reinforce to her that mom, your words have power, right? And I think about, you know, when Jesus spoke to the storm and he said like, What's wrong with all of y'all? Like he comes upstairs and he's sleeping on a pillow down, down, down below. Downstairs, I guess, is the boat. Can you say downstairs? Yeah, I guess boats have it downstairs. Lower level. Let's just say that. Um, I am not a captain. That is for sure. But when he comes upstairs, he's like, what are you guys all upset about? Like speak to the storm. And he simply says, peace be still. And what happens? The waves stop. We have that power in us because he left us. He said, look, like I'm going to give you my power and I'm going to go away. Like, I can't be everywhere and I can't be everything to everyone, but you can be. That's why we are the church. We are the body of the church. And it also tells us in Proverbs, right? That the power of life and death is in the tongue. So what you say is actually powerful. What you say has power in your life and to those people around you and to the circumstances. I'm sure you've heard this cliche, you know, time and time again, but it's true. Like don't talk to your problems, right? Don't talk about your problems. Talk to your problems about your God. You want to tell your problems like, uh, uh-uh, not today, Satan. Like you get behind me because my God is all powerful. He is almighty. He is omniscient. He is omnipotent. Like he's got this, right? This might be a season, but I'm not going to make this a cycle. I'm not going to make this a reoccurring pattern in my life because I know that I have power. I think about this too, when it relates to women who I work with a lot of times and even just girlfriends that I'm out, you know, with dinner and, uh, you know, everybody's on this diet and that diet, you know, there's keto and there's Atkins and there's South beach and then there's beach body and all of the ways in which people are, you know, trying to make it all happen. And friends will say, Oh no, I can't have that. Oh no, I can't have that. 
And I'm like, wait, 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 you can't have that. And I'm like, you can have anything you want. You choose not to have it for whatever reason. Don't give the power to the food. Don't say that you can't have those jalapeno poppers covered in bacon. Mm, Making me hungry right now because you can have them. You're choosing not to. So especially if you are on a journey to become healthier, that might not be part of your journey. And so you're going to say, I'm choosing not to have that. Give yourself the power. You're choosing your health goals over that bacon-wrapped jalapeno, right? It's not that you can't. You're giving power to that and saying that that's more powerful than you. No. No, 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 no. We don't do that. We don't play that game, right? Or when somebody says, oh, I can't have ice cream or I can't have this on my plan or I can't. When they say all those things that they can't have, guess what? It actually, there's research that proves the more that you say you can't have something, that you actually bring it to mind more often and then you fall off the bandwagon. Like there's literally research. I might even have to find that research study because there's so much, like it's all about smoking cessation. And the more often that people say, oh, I can't have a cigarette, I can't have a cigarette, the more likely they were then to fall off the wagon because you're bringing it to mind. Hello, let's just think about commercials on television, right? Like they're showing you Little Caesars and Pizza Hut, like between the window of like mm, four and 10, because they, they think you see it right now, the eyes of the window to the soul. We know that as well. But the more that you're calling it to mind, the more that you're seeing it, the more you're talking about it, the more you're bringing it to mind, the more you're bringing attention and giving it power. So we need to really think about this in terms of a growth mindset. You know, I'm a former teacher. So Carol Dweck, an awesome, awesome researcher on the brain. And she developed, I don't know if she developed it, but she was kind of the one who's coining the growth mindset, you know, terminology at least. And her whole, you know, platform really is having kids and just really anyone who's wanting to change your brain, having you think about opportunities when you reach a dead end, when you, you know, don't get the problem right. How else can I try to solve this? What else can I do? Hmm, that way didn't work for me, but I'm going to try it another way. I know there's got to be another way to figure this out, right? So you're having to give yourself other opportunities and you're seeking additional solutions. That There's not just one way to do it. And so obviously it's a growth mindset because it's encouraging you to stretch. It's encouraging you to go beyond. And so as we think about that, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, you know, well, I haven't gotten out of debt or that diet didn't work for me or I tried that before. Well, guess what? There's probably a new way of trying something. There's probably a different way that you might want to go about it. So maybe you're like, oh yeah, I tried to get out of debt and that didn't work with me when I use cash. Okay. Well, maybe you're going to start using an app. Maybe you're going to go ahead and only give yourself like one day a week that you're going to eat out. Right. And you just, you know, you limit it. Try something new. Ask people, you know, what is it that you do? There are different ways. I hate the expression here. Speaking of expressions, there are a thousand ways to skin a cat, but There are so many different ways that you can try different things. Don't just lock yourself into one thing and just say, this is finite, right? Nope. It's not. It is what it is. It becomes what you make it. You have opportunities. There are so many solutions that you can try to figure out if you are willing, right? You're not just going to go ahead and take that sucker punch to the gut. You're going to try to make it work. So figure out what it is that you want to change And then think about, okay, if I've tried this before and that didn't work, then what are some alternative solutions? Where else might I go to get some help? Now, if you have never tried, and you know, I'm going to say this, if you have never tried inviting the Lord into your health journey, into your transformation, right? 
This is the time to do it, sister friend, because let me just tell you, the Lord wants you to commit his health, your health into his hands. But here's who doesn't, the enemy. Because he knows that when you are healthy and when you are strong and you are confident, you're going to go after your dreams. You're going to pursue things that you may have never done before. He knows that then you're going to be a bigger messenger, a bigger ambassador, Christ ambassador. And so he wants to keep you playing small. He wants to keep you in spaces of worry and doubt and defeat. He wants to keep you with that finite, it is what it is mentality of like, well, this is just the card that I've been dealt. Nope. The buck stops here today, sister friend, not letting you get away with that one anymore. So I really want you to think about this and I really want you to think about and analyze your own language. What are some things that you negate? What are some things that you have constantly put limitations on in your own life that you've just said, oh, nope, this just is what it is. This is just the way that my life is. Maybe you've put some dreams aside. Maybe you've put that idea for a business or that idea for travel or that idea for a relationship or a child. Maybe you've put some of those on the back burner because you're just dealing with the cards that you've been dealt. What's a different way you might be able to do it? You know, I'm going to tell you, of course, invite the Lord into that. Pray about it. Lord, I have tried, you know, 57 ways to do this. I know that there's an additional way and I know that you are more powerful than this. Lord, I ask right now that you come into this space in this place. I ask that you heal this. I ask that you, whatever it is, remember that we thank God after something that's gratitude. We thank him in advance and that is faith. You're trusting that he is going to do something. So I encourage you today, sister friend, think about things that in your life you have given up on, that you have literally air quote said no to. Nope, that's not just going to happen in my life. Nope, that just is what it is. And how can you reframe? How can you create a statement or a phrase or a mantra that allows you to go ahead and reframe that into a growth mindset so that you are going to then go ahead and have hope and expectation and excitement for this thing that is going to come into pass because you're speaking it. Just like when Jesus spoke and said, peace be still, you are speaking this thing into existence. So I really want you to take some time this week, maybe even just today, pause this right now. And I want you to write down three things that you have given up on, that you've quit, that you have said no to, that's not happening in my life, that you have just literally labeled, it is what it is. This is the hand that I've been dealt. And I want you to go ahead and I want you to write those down. And then I want you to, on the other half side of the page or below the, you know, whatever, if you want to do vertical or horizontal, you decide. And I want you to go ahead and say, you know what? This is what I've tried, but I have yet to try this. This is what I've tried, but I know someone who's done this and I'm going to reach out to them. Who is that person? I want you to take action. I don't want you to sit there. My mission is to help women become healthier, stronger, and more confident using God's word, right? Because I want you to live fully and fearlessly. I want you to live in freedom, walk in freedom. Jesus died so that we could be free, right? Who the sun sets free is free indeed. We want to walk in freedom, We don't want any chains binding us or any stupid expressions like it is what it is that you're saying over and over again. So sister friend, that is what I want you to do. I want you to hang up, hang up as if we're talking on the phone. I do feel like I know all of you though. And I love you and I pray for you. Every time that I see that there's new downloads, I'm like, Lord, thank you. I hope that this blesses someone. Like I pray for every listener every single time, you know, I go to upload a new show and whatnot, but I digress. I want you to go ahead. As soon as you're done listening to this podcast, I want you to go and write this down, journal, reflect, because your words have power. 
and I want to see you walk in fullness. I have a whole episode coming up called Full Figured. (laughs) I've always wanted to be a full figured model. Mm. Anyways, that's a whole other story. Anyways, but I want you to walk in fullness. I want you to walk in freedom and I want you to walk living out your dreams fearlessly and saying, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do something new that I've always wanted to do that I've dreamed of doing, but I've decided not to do because I felt like this is what it is and this is just my lot in life. Nope. If you need some extra encouragement, you call on me, sister friend. I will pray for you. I will pray with you. I will go ahead and I will defeat every thought that the enemy brings to your mind as to why you shouldn't do it, why you won't do it, why you, you know, you can't do it. No, we're not playing that game. All right. So this is your little pep talk today. I love you and I am blessed by you. And I hope that this blesses you. And I want you to go ahead and take action, right? Action provides clarity. So you'll know, is this working? Is it not working from you going forward and doing it? Be blessed until we speak next time. I love you bunches. Shine on sweet sister. Hey sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While I hope we're friends on all social platforms, I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now, Get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly, knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.